exhale. Vapor wafts and curls sluggishly on an imperceptible air current. Somewhere that vapor condenses, crystallizes, and descends as a snowflake which alights on a perfect branch of a perfect spruce. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Snow-capped evergreens, the sweet scent of the forest, the lone croak of a raven or hoot of an owl, these are just some of the signs of the slower, quieter pace of the season. Of course, as humans, we far too often do a pretty good job of ignoring the patterns of nature and get swept up in our own disconnected, frantic patterns of gift-buying, gift-wrapping, and gift-mailing instead of mimicking the gift-giving patterns of nature. Now is when the forest rests, relying on the pantry of stored energy gathered during the sunny growing season, so that it may more adequately shower the world with the gifts of food, shelter, flowing water, and companionship come spring. We all must give the gift of rest to ourselves to be able to sufficiently give of ourselves to others. But it was not so long ago in human history that our patterns perfectly matched the patterns of nature. And we still hold on to some centuries-old traditions that connect us to the forest, whether we mean to or not. Balsam fir trees are a big part of that today. One of the joys of becoming even the most amateur of naturalists is finally being able to see the natural world as a collection of almost incalculable species, rather than just a green blur. From there, evergreens become a complex cadre of balsam firs, red, black, and white spruces, hemlocks, and pitch, white, red, and jack pines. Each species with their very own style, attitude, and demeanor, at least to my anthropomorphizing mind. Yet I regularly hear people refer to any evergreen as a pine, which saddens me a bit for all the joy that can come of knowing the individual trees in our woods. While it is true that most of our evergreen trees are members of the pine family, true pine trees have needles that grow in bundles, five needles per bundle in the case of our state tree, the eastern white pine. But firs, spruces, and eastern hemlock have needles that are attached singly to their branches. Differentiating between spruces and balsam fir comes down to using your sense of touch. If you grab a spruce branch, it's sharp. You won't like it. If you grab a balsam fir branch, it's soft and friendly. No big deal. Though if you try to roll a single balsam fir needle between your fingers, it will resist due to its flat needles. Spruce needles, however, will roll easily like a log going down a river in the spring due to their square needles. So the way to remember that is flat, friendly fir and sharp, square spruce. Hemlocks also have flat, friendly needles, but their needles are shorter than fir needles and are attached by a little stem, whereas balsam fir needles are attached through a suction cup-like structure. So back to those fragrant, friendly, and beautiful balsam firs. These are the quintessential trees of holiday wreaths and decorated trees around here. The tradition of bringing evergreens indoors predates Christianity and occurred around the world, especially on the winter solstice, the darkest day of the year. Germany gets credit for starting the tradition of bringing trees indoors to decorate for Christmas during the 1500s, though that habit did not catch on in the U.S. among non-German immigrants until the 1840s due to the puritanical belief that it was quite a scary pagan tradition. Of course, balsam firs have only been used for this purpose in places where they are native. Other species are used elsewhere, like the Fraser fir of the southeast U.S., the Douglas fir of the northwest, 
or the Norway spruce of Northern Europe. So the next time you need a little break, take a look at the evergreen tree closest to you. Can you confidently identify its species? Crack open a field guide or visit a resource like Go Botany online to double check your tree ID skills. Learning a new species is like unwrapping a gift that will keep you company whenever you need it forever. You can download this episode and find a link to our blog with the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Let us know if you have a nature topic that you want us to cover in our show. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the world of evergreens on the nature of phenology. (laughs) 